Hello. We are so excited that you've decided to join us today via our podcast. There are other ways you can join. You can watch us live on Facebook and YouTube under Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministries or on our website at www.mtdm.org. You can also join us in the sanctuary at 401 North Wright Street in Burgall, North Carolina. The zip code is 28425. If you'd like to give a donation, you can simply go to our website at mtdm.org and click on that donation button. God bless you. We were doing um, last uh, Tuesday dealing with the skits and dealing with how do you know God exists. Did we have um, anyone else that didn't go forward with that? Um, Okay, Sister Nisa and Deacon Willie. Hey, baby, how you doing? Good, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Every night, I hear you talking about God this, God that, God did this, God did that. You tell me God woke me up this morning, and you tell me God did this, and you tell me his angels is this. Okay, how do you know God is even real? You, You ain't never seen this God before. How do you know he's real? tell you what I have seen and this lets me know that he is real in Genesis 9-11 God told Noah I'd have established my covenant with you I have I have established my covenant with you never again will all life be cut off from by the waters of a flood never again will there be a flood to destroy the earth I have set my rainbow in the clouds and it will be the sign of the covenant between me and the earth so as you can see that sometimes when it rains uh-huh. you see the rainbow uh-huh. that's God okay so you telling me when the rainbow's in the sky God put it there nobody but God Nobody but God. He's Nobody else can do it but God. He's the only one that said it. He's the only one that did it. Well, you always telling me I act like the devil. Why you tell me, hey, the devil might could have done it? The devil was created. Which me? He was. He was created. He he can't make nothing. Oh, okay. Well, do you have some more proof? I ain't convinced yet. Okay, let me see. Can I convince you a little bit then? This is also what God said. God told told Eve. Uh, when she uh, convinced uh, Adam to uh, bite that fruit, whatever it was. Hold on. Why do people say the women did that? Say it again. Why do people say that the woman influenced Adam to eat the fruit? Why do people say that? Why because, do why they blame Eve? Didn't Adam the, have his own mind? Because the Bible said that Eve gave unto her husband. That's what the Bible said. So that clears that up. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay, and also uh, in Genesis 
3.16, God said unto the woman, unto the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply thy pain and thy, concep thy conception in pain thou shalt bring forth a child. So let me ask you this. When you brought forth a child, was there some pain there? Lots. God. So I should blame Eve for me having children with pain. Because that's what your God put on her, spoke unto them. That when she bare children, she would be in a lot of pain. God did that. That's what God said. God said it, and we see it, you know, even as now, you know. When a woman have children, you know, she, you know, there'll be some pain behind it, behind that. Well, is there anything else? Oh, you still ain't convinced that he's God? I'm not sure. Let me help you. Let me take you a little, take you a step further here. <laughs> okay, so we know that, uh, we know that the Holy Spirit, God uh, gave us his Holy Spirit. In 1 Corinthians, uh, the Bible says, do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Holy Spirit of God dwells in you. So as born, as born again believers, we know that the Holy Spirit lives in us to exalt Christ in our heart. He is formed in the image of, of, of Christ. He is formed the image, he is formed the image of Christ in us and give us life and faith in Jesus Christ. So you're telling me you got God on the inside of you. And I hope you got him on the inside of you. Well, why do you be saying I'm the devil? I act like the devil. Well, <laughs> that's another chapter. Okay. I got one more question. So you're telling me that anything good that happens to me is because of God. You're telling me that when I have a headache and I say, oh, God, please help my headache. And if I don't, if I believe he's going to help my headache, since I am a child of God, even though you say I act like the devil, since I am a child of God, it's his doing, not my doing. The only thing I have to do is believe in it. Is that what you're telling me? That's it, yeah. Believe, yeah. So he made believe. the sun, the stars, the moon, believe everything. God believe God. I'm going to get the headache part cleared up. Okay. Believe God for your healing. Yeah, believe it. Amen. Believe it. Yeah, he made the sun, the moon, the stars. You see it. You know, there is no, there's nobody else that have said these things but God. Buddha, Muhammad, you know, nobody else. Only God said it. This is what he said, and this is what, you know, it we is. see today. Amen. Amen. All right, who do we have next? How do I know that God exists? Well, when I first started coming here to Miracle Temple, um, Pastor kept saying, you need to come to Bible study. You need to come to Bible study. You need to learn. And I knew that was for me. I got pricked in the heart. I knew it was for me because I didn't grow up in a church. I didn't know. Um, I was afraid to come to Bible study because 
I used to have sinus infections. Oh, my goodness. So bad. The sinus infections would be so bad. You know how tears come out your eyes? Pus would come out mine. The sinus infections was so bad, I was terrified to come out at night. I would not come out at night, y'all. Mm-mm. Nighttime would not catch me. <laughs> and so pastor just kept on. You need to come to the Bible study. So I, I started praying, Lord, I know she's talking to me. Lord, you got to help me. You know my heart. I want to go, but I'm afraid to go. Then one day, a few days later, I heard, go. And I'm like, that can't be the Lord. It's got to be the devil. And then I heard it again, go. And so I came. And I'm telling you, you know, it's been years. No sinus infections, y'all. No sinus infections. And another reason why I know, one day I was driving. You know that road? I think it's Horse Branch Road by Pender High School. Mm -hmm. Um, I got to the intersection, and I looked both ways. Nothing. So I'm going on out in the road, and I know it wasn't nothing but the good Lord that Instead of getting out there to go straight, it was, it was a force that made my car go in the turning lane. Oh, glory. Honey, I'm like, what the world going on with this car? I really thought something was going on with my car. And um, all of a sudden, I saw this big old car <laughs> come by me. I mean, it was a big old-timey car. And I'm like, oh, where did that come from? Y'all, I'm telling you no lie. I pulled in the Pender High School, stopped the car, and just started praising God because I know it wasn't nothing but the good Lord that saved me that day. It wasn't nothing but the good Lord that saved me. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I have a lot to tell, but I'm just not going to do it because I'm going to let Pastor teach. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm not. uh Uh-uh. Go ahead. Go go ahead. Okay. (laughs) Okay. The Lord used to reveal things to me. Concerning my family. And my family brushed it off like I was losing my mind. But then when it came to pass, then they got afraid of me. And when they asked me, how did you know? How did you know? I'm like, the Lord told me. And they was like, huh? And they kind of shunned me. And it made me feel a certain way. Mm -hmm. And another thing, y'all, that watch night when I came to Miracle Temple, And I surrendered to God. I had a boyfriend. I had a boyfriend. And I asked the Lord, Lord, I surrender to you. You got to help me with this. I tell y'all no lie. Here's my hand to God. That was it with that boyfriend. That was it. He he was mad. He called me Mother Teresa. I don't want no Mother Teresa. I want Barbara. (laughs) I don't want no Mother Teresa. I'm like, I'm sorry, honey. I'm sorry, but I'm telling you, God has been so good to me. He, when my mom and my dad passed, God had already revealed all that to me, y'all. Like I said, my family thought I was losing it. 
<laughs> but it came to pass. Everything I told him, I remember when my um, dad, it was his birthday, and my sister wanted to give him a big birthday party. And I was like, instead of giving him a birthday party, you need to go and buy him a black pretty suit. Yeah. Oh, she was mad at me. It came to pass. I'm telling you, even with my mama, my sister, I asked her about the insurance policies. Do you know where the insurance policies are? Oh, why are you asking me that? Why is that? Oh, well, a few weeks later, maybe three, four weeks, she found out why she asked, why in the world did you know that? And I said, well, number God, God revealed it to me. I'm telling y'all, God is real. If y'all knew the old barber, y'all would say, Lord knows God real. <laughs> Amen. 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 Barbara, before you go sit down, I'm going to tell you something. I know he's real. Because that's the most I ever heard you talk since you've been in Miracle Temple. Is anybody in agreement with me tonight? I had to sit here. I wasn't going to cut God off using her because I'm like, I know he's real. Who's next? I'm like Barbara. I have so many things over the years that, you know, God has proven himself to me and I did grow up in a, a home that knew God and and we I, we were always taught to you know to trust God and my mother always told me you know God's always going to make it work out for for your good if you you do what's right God's going to take you know take care of the rest and um but I know when when um when I started going through my um when my husband left and I was going through such loneliness and God really, that's when he started, he connected the two of us. And we, we would just be having conversations and she would have no idea, but it was just like a, it was just like a salve on a wound. And then the more that we got into the word and the more that I realized the, the day that I audibly heard God talk to me and I was like, I was so excited because it wasn't that I, you know, it's good to hear. You love to get a word. But I didn't want to have to always rely on her to get a word from God. and But through all of that and everything we went through, I realized they would say, well, God, God talks to you. You hear God. And I was hearing God, but I didn't realize that I was hearing God because I had not had the teaching. You know, I just thought it was, you know how people will say, well, something told me or you had some kind of ur you know, urging on the inside of you. And you knew when you did it, it always worked out. But then I realized by the things that we would, um, just like the teachings that we would have, and then we would have the examples, and it started connecting, okay, that's God talking to you. And, um, and I've always been one that, um, like with, the, you know, with nature, and, and you know that man cannot, you know, man can't even create dirt, the most basic thing. And, I mean, you think about it. How, how basic is that? He can't create air. You know, he can create a machine that might produce air. But, but, God, but nobody but God could make a world so beautiful, so beautiful. 
And then when you read in Job, you know, um, Job revealed, you know, God revealed to Job about the world being hung, you know, out there on nothing but really God's word, you know, his power. And back, way back in the day, you know, man thought that the earth was flat. And so nobody but God could have revealed that. And the more science comes about and discovers things, the more they, it proves the Bible right. And so I just think that's so awesome that, you know, God gives us way ahead of what, you know, um, man can, can do. And if we just listen to him and we learn who we are in him, and it just makes me feel so good to know that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is on the inside of us. That creative power, and it comes from the spoken word of God. And the more we speak it, the more, I'm going to say for me, the more I speak it over situations in my life and just learn to rest in it, I see it come to pass so much faster. And so then it's easier, it's, it makes it even easier to witness to somebody when they're going through something and you speak to them and you give them a scripture that's applying or several scriptures that's applying to what's going on with them and just encourage them, just encourage them. Trust God. This is going. God's going to do this, and He does. And it just makes you feel so good because you're just like, my God is so faithful. You know, man may want to be faithful, but they're not always faithful. You know, man will fail you, even if it's not by choice. You know, they they things happen, but God is so faithful, and He will never let us down. And I know all through the years, um, Lord, I'm good. <laughs> We, I've been through some stuff, and God would use apostle to give me a word, and it would be a word of warning. And when I didn't listen, and I knew, I knew, but I had a choice. Just, just like Adam, I had a choice. Just like us, we have a choice. And I would not choose to do what God had warned me, and it would be boom, there I'd hit that wall. And I finally learned, I, God, I'm a, i got to obey you. I've got to be obedient because I'm tired of going around this same circle and taking the same test over and over and over again. So I said, Lord, I'm going to be obedient, and obedience is the first time. So I have learned, you know, that God's Word is true, and um, and it's, it's in here. He tells you. He created everything from the beginning, and we know that that's got to be true because man can't do it. We see too much. Hello, everyone. I just wanted to um, stand on this scripture right here. I like this one, Psalms 92, um, verse 2. Before the mountains were brought forth, Forever thou hast formed the earth and the world, even the everlasting to everlasting. Thou art God. And knowing that, that gives me confidence in him, knowing that I'm serving God Almighty, the only existing one. And it also goes along with the one, the scripture in Genesis, where it talks about how um, in the beginning he created the heavens and the earth in Genesis 1. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the earth and the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. 
And I remember as a young child, um, I would be alone a lot because my brothers and sister was older than me. And uh, I would sit in my mom and dad living room, the house we lived in, in the living room. And I would have my doll babies there, but I would talk to God. I talked to him all the time. I just talked to him. And I remember when I started coming to Pastor Amanda's church, um, she first started coming to me to get her hair done um, again. And when I started visiting the church, she had invited me to the church. She prophesied to me and told me, Kim, I see you as a young child talking to the Lord. And it brought back those memories, how I always knew God was there. And I'm so thankful that I was raised in a house where my mom kept God first because she instilled that in us. And I never wavered, even though times you doubt. I still knew God was there. He was the self-existent one. And I'm just so thankful for it. And I have so many testimonies I could tell where God has spoken to me. But this one where he appeared to me in a dream. But when I was out there, you know, in the streets doing my thing, and he came to me in a dream, and um, he showed me a couple of things in that dream. One was my brother's death, and the other one was um, let me know Jesus was coming back and how he was calling me out. And in that dream, I saw a man that was dressed kind of like my brother, but my brother was in the gym with sweats and, you know, he would wear sweatpants, sweatshirts. And that's how this man appeared to me. But I knew this man was an angel. And when he came to me, um, I said, what are you, a fisherman? Now, I might have been brought up in a church, but I ain't read a word for myself. And I only heard what the pastor said, even though I believed in God. I sung songs about him, but I didn't really know him through his word in that way. So for that to be said to me in a dream, I know that came from God. But he said to me, I said to him, what are you, a fisherman? And he said, yes, and Jesus coming back soon. I, oh my gosh, my heart felt like it was pumping out of my chest. I jumped up out my bed. I looked around to see if the rapture came yet. I just felt like, you know, everybody done left me and left me behind. I got so scared because I knew that person that came to me in a dream represented God. And that was an angel. And God was calling me out from amongst those that I was with. And I was doing what I was doing to go to walk with him. And I just know he's real. He's shown me in so many ways there at here at Miracle Temple. He has used pastor in a mighty way to bring the word of God to me. And then all have come, come to pass. And I just know he's real. And nobody could just put, they cannot um, convince me otherwise. I know it. And um, that's just all I have to say. <laughs> I know Jesus is real because we all here tonight. 
<laughs> walking and able to talk. But um, I have several things. Um, I was in the um, house this morning, and I was walking in the hallway, and Jesus, oh, Lord, he, he spoke to me this morning. And it just, it just caught me off guard. He has been talking to me before I started Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministry, but I did not know that voice that I kept hearing was God until I came here and I started getting the teaching and everything, and everything was just aligning with everything that was going on and stuff. So I'm just glad to be here getting the teaching stuff and getting clear understanding of the Bible. But um, I know Jesus is real because... Um, one night I had was a, I was feeling hot and stuff, and so um, I had turned the fan on in the room. Then later on I went to the bathroom. My son, he'd be up late at night on the games and stuff. And um, I don't know what happened, but um, I was laying in the floor, and um, I couldn't move. I couldn't talk or nothing. Him and my husband was there, and... Um, and I was just focused on my son's eyes, you know. I was just looking at my son's eyes. I could not say nothing. And the um, EMT and all them came there, and um, they were saying, asking my husband, I taking the drugs or anything. And I heard them talking, and he was saying, no, she don't take nothing but vitamins. And because um, they wanted to give me um, a shot. And so um, I was just praying and praying and praying and talking to God and stuff the whole time. And I said, God, I, I'm not ready. I got so much to do. I got my two boys. I got my grandbaby. I just got so much to do. I want to I wanna learn some more of the Bible. I just, I just kept praying and stating, saying that I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed in the name of Jesus. All the way to Burgar, to the hospital. And when I got to the hospital, I was able to talk. I, I was just talking and stuff. And I said, oh, my God, God already helped me. And they ran tests and everything on me. And I just kept, I just kept saying and saying and saying, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed. I'm already healed. No weapon formed against me. I'm already healed. And my husband, he came in there. And my son came in there. And I was just talking. He said, are you talking? I said, yes, I am talking. I said, I'm healed. Ain't nothing wrong with me. And uh, he said, how you know? I said, because God, because God healed me. Whatever was going on, it's already gone. It's already ran out of my system. I'm speaking it right now, and it ain't Jesus. And the doctor came in there. He said, Melody, I cannot, Miss Graham, I cannot find nothing wrong. We done ran tests in Texas. He said, the only thing we found is that your metabolism is low. I said, praise God. And I did not eat bananas. I I mean, I eat um, banana pudding, but I never ate the bananas. I always put the bananas to the side. And so, I'm telling you, I eat bananas now. <laughs> and, um, I mean, I have so many other ones. I mean, um, uh, it's like whenever I was telling you about I was going through so much, and I was in the driveway, and I was saying, I need, God, I need to find somewhere else. I'm not getting taught. Where I'm at, it's just, it's just too much, just too much confusing stuff. I just need guidance. And like I told y'all a while back, I don't even know how I end up from my driveway to here to Miracle Temple Dentist Management. I don't even remember. I'm telling you, God had the will because I don't even remember coming down 53. I ended up here 
And it was the best thing I ever done was to come here because it has been helping me through everything that I be going through on a daily basis, how to respond to people that take you for granted. I'm telling you, you just don't know. Some people just don't know how they take people for granted when they got somebody that's willing to stand beside them and, you know, help them and everything. And then in return, you know, they just want that pride, that strife. But, you know, God already worked it out. I'm just going to keep on, keep on praying and everything like that. But it's just, I just learned so much from coming here and I be watching it online when I don't be able to make it here on Tuesday. And I, mean, I can see it in my granddaughter how she be acting sometimes when they will be looking at the church service online and stuff like that. Um, God God is working things out. He's working things out. I'm telling you, he was talking to me this morning. And it was, I, it's, it's just so good. It's just so good. I mean, some people just don't realize how good they is, how blessed we is. They just take things for granted. And I don't take nothing for granted, no my Lord knows. I really don't. I just thank God all the time throughout the day. And Lord knows when Apostle had took and spoke. Whew, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I'm telling when she, she spoke them words. Things has been changing in my life. Lord have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I'm telling you. When you speak them words from this Bible, Lord God will turn it around. All you got to do is keep meditating it like apostles say. Keep meditating. Keep meditating on this Bible. Keep meditating on the words. And I tell you, I never thought that some of the things, oh, oh God, God is good. God is good. God is good. I'm telling you. Sometimes I might say some things I shouldn't say, but Lord knows God is good, though, because, you know, that, whew, sometimes, you know, sometimes a man can make you, mm, 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 mm. but you, you got to have that word, walk away, and walk away, Lord Jesus, just start, just start back on that Bible, don't open your mouth, just, just walk away, and keep meditating on the word. God is so good. I just thank him. Lord knows I thank him. I want, I want to talk about the creation uh, God created he was self-existing and uh, he created everything and everything created he did I used to run east and west coast I've seen some of the things out there in the west coast you don't see on the east coast some of the the beautiful sceneries you ever want to see with the sun setting on each, both sides. And uh, seeing a lot of stuff, different stuff out there, mountains and stuff like that, you don't see on the east coast. 
how big they are on the West Coast. And you know good and well, and the soul made it but God. Because it's, it's, I went up one mountain called the Grapevine, out on California. It goes up so high, it levels off. After it levels off, you know, the first time I went up, I thought it was at the top. All of a sudden, I started climbing again. It's just, it's just amazing, this stuff you see out there. And you know, God made all this stuff. And you know, uh, I was on operator for a couple of years. And uh, I didn't know at the time, my wife was praying for me to come off the road. I didn't know it. Can, can I, can I when we went for our 30 seconds of um, counseling before we got married, my former pastor said he's going to come off the road long enough to get you married, then he's going to uh, go back on the road, which I told him I wasn't going to marry no man that was on the road because I wanted my husband. I don't care about money. I, I, I care about money. I care about money. But money isn't everything, you know. I didn't have to have all, you know, what some people have to have, and I wanted him at the house. So he went back on the road. So we were, I spent my time praying to get him off the road to be home to raise his daughter. Mm-hmm. And at the time, she at this particular time, she was, I want to say, three. And something she had never done was she, we were looking out the window and he was pulling off. And she looked like she wanted to cry. And she said, I don't want daddy to go. But before he went, I want to say it was two weeks before you went on this particular truck, on this particular trip, you had a dream. What was the dream? I I can't remember. (laughs) He dreamed that one side of his truck was beat up. And I said, you're supposed to rebuke that dream. Mm -hmm. He was supposed to rebuke that dream. And um, anyway, go ahead. And and another thing, and... um, talking about how God creates things and it's amazing and stuff. A lot of people don't know our daughter was two pounds and 13 ounces. And you look at her, you wouldn't never think that she'd been born that small. God was so amazing. It blew my mind and really blew my mind because I never seen anybody that small before in my life. And uh, I'm jumping off a little bit, but go back to the truck driving story. Um, I went, come, I went up to New York and come back down to Georgia, dropped the hoop out there, and then I came back home but on the way back. I stopped at a truck stop, but I couldn't, couldn't sleep, so I said, I'll come on, come on back to North Carolina. And uh, I come on down, got about to, coming down 20, got about down to the end of the interstate. I dozed off. I dozed off. God protected me. I ran into the back of another truck. I knocked my motor from the front of my truck between the two seats. I got out of the truck. The truck caught on fire. I got out, took the fire extinguisher, put it out. A lot of times, God's amazing. I put it out. When I called 911, told I had a wreck. The state trooper, I passed the state trooper probably two or three miles down the road. He said, ain't no way. I just seen that truck come through here a while ago. Ain't no way he had an accident. Because I was driving. 
I was driving normal, you know. Just dozed off that quick. My safety director says, it's like you ran into a brick wall. I walked away from that with no injuries. You tell me God ain't good. I called my wife. My wife and my son came pick me up. But this is what we have left out of the story. That Sunday before he left, we left church. And during this time, we were... Um, we would spend a lot of time in the Word. We had the concordance out. We had the Bibles out. had the dictionaries out. We were back and forth on the phone. We were just studying. Five, six hours went by. We were just in the Word of God. And it was the Word that covered him. Because when he pulled off and he, when he went to sleep, it was, he was going right, uh, he was approaching uh, an exit area where um, this truck had just pulled on the road, but he was only going about 35 miles per hour. My husband was going about 65, so he hit basically a brick wall. When the motor got knocked from the front of the truck to in between the seats, his fifth wheel, y'all know what that is, what holds it, yeah, the fifth wheel came undone and slammed into the back of the, the trucks. The area that me and my daughter used to, he had a double cab, and um, it was like a bunk bed in the truck. And... Well, me and my daughter used to sleep and just hang out while he was driving. Um, that was, oh gosh, it was pushed in, what, about four or five feet? Yeah. It got knocked in about four or five feet. And I give God glory because truck drivers went by the accident site, went down to the next truck stop and said a truck driver just got killed down the road. God didn't send it that way. God didn't mean for it to be that way. It was the word of God that covered him. The word of God, because we was in that word, and we was meditating, and we we were combing through it. I mean, we were eating up that word all day that Sunday, and it was so powerful. And uh, it was the word, the word. I know God. God is real. God is the word. That's what... Minister um, Afridi, you want to come up and say something before we close out with the existence of God?
Praise the Lord. Um, just like everyone else has said, I, I know that God is real, first of all, when he saved me. Glory to God. Not only that, I can recall as uh, they was talking about the different accidents. And I can recall leaving Burgos, trying to get back to Virginia. My children were small. Little God, and like the, like the young man said, he, he fell asleep. I was driving that little Toyota Honda and trying to get back to Virginia to get the kids to the daycare and get back on the road and in my uniform and all of that was going on. And I fell asleep, ran off the road, rode all down in the ditch. And glory to God, it was nobody but the hand of God. Glory to God that kept me and my children. The, the, the man stopped me. He said, ma'am, are you all right? Are you all right? I said, yes, I am all right. But I thank God for not only that, but just so over the years, glory to God, how he has proven himself to be who he is. God is so good. Glory to God. And, and like someone else was saying how God would deal with them with, in prophetic dreams. And I remember that I'd had this prophetic dream about my grandfather Roosevelt, his, his uh, funeral. I had saw the funeral. The color casted, everything everybody was going to wear, and all of that, uh, maybe a month or two before he passed. And I, and I began to share it with my mother. Uh, he was sick at the time, but I said, God, you are real. I was only 11 years old then. Glory to God, when he began to deal with me with the prophetic dreams. But I thank God that we're on this side. Lord God, I thank God that we have salvation, sanctification, a mind to serve God, and a heart to love him. Lord God, there is no other better life than this life that we are living right now. Can't nobody tell me nothing different. Lord God, God has blessed us all with material things, but now is the time even the more, because we're living in the evil day, that we have to go after the spiritual things. Glory to God. We have to go after those things that please God even the more. Glory to God. When we go after him, when we stay hungry and thirsty for the righteousness of God, and we desire to do the will of God and to follow the leaders that he placed over our lives, our lives will change. I thank God that when I speak something, it happens. Glory to God. That's because I'm seeking those spiritual things because I do believe. Because I have experienced it too many times that there's more times that God desire his people to walk in the supernatural. When we read the scriptures, it wasn't just for back then, it's for now. Lord of God, so every time I speak the word of God, I'm believing God to move in the supernatural. And he is doing just that. Y'all pray my joy in the Lord. We give God glory for everything that we heard tonight. Come on, Quisha. Isn't that some encouragement, y'all? Oh, it just makes you want to jump and shout. And... Amen. Um, so I'm going to share. Um, like, I, I feel like some people, like, you might dream, like, every night. But, like, I don't dream. I say I don't dream. But, like, when I do um, I think, like, is like, with me learning now, like, I think it's God, like, showing me stuff. Um, like, I had a dream that, um, I think my brother had got killed, um, Mishan, um, he had got killed in, the, um, his 18-wheeler. 
Um, but when I, um, like, I could see it and everything, but then when I woke up the next day, I think Delisha didn't, like, a guy had, um, they was in a standstill um, in traffic, and a guy had, um, I think it was on his phone or something, and he um, ran into the back of my brother's truck, and he um, he got killed. The guy got killed. Um, but, like, the dream the night before, I, um, my brother had got killed in the dream. Um, and then another, I had a dream um, that my other brother had, like, an altercation with um, the police and stuff like that. And so I, like, called him the next day, like, let him know what I had saw and stuff. And he was like, that's funny that you, you know, that you dreamed that because he had something happen with him and the cops and stuff. Um, and another one, um, I think, like, last year, I kept having these dreams, um, and I was um, seeing Papa Elijah, like, it, he had died, and, like, I could see, like, the funeral, like, everything, how the whole day went, like, everybody was, like, just sad, it was, like, and I could just, I was, I was like, I was there, like, and then, so I didn't say nothing to Jeremy, and then I think, like, a couple of days later, that I had the same dream again, um, but I still didn't say nothing, so then he came back to me, he was like, have, um, you been, um, like having a dream about my granddaddy or whatever. And I was like, yeah, how you know? And I think you had mentioned something to him. Um, it was like that. Like I don't, I, I always was telling Jeremy before, I was like, I don't think like I have normal dreams. Like, cause like, I don't, I don't know. It's just, I don't, it's, it's hard to explain. But whenever he came back and told me like what his mom said, and I was like, like, I feel like God be trying to show me and, like, tell me stuff. But, like, at the time, like, I wasn't really, like, where I am now. So it was just, like, you know, I didn't really, like, take heed of it. But now, like, I I know. Um, so I, I just want to be, um, like, closer to God and more in him so that when he, like, reveal these things to me, I can you know, let people know what he's showing me. Because before, like, I would be scared and I wouldn't tell people, like, what I saw or what I dreamed of. Um, and then one last thing, like, so I had got proposed to back at Christmas, but I didn't know, like, that it was going to happen and stuff. But, like, a couple weeks, um, like, leading up to that, um, I kept having these dreams, like, of me um, getting married. And, like, I, I could see everything um, and it was like, like, it was all planned out. Like it was a wedding, like it was happening in my dream. Um, and then like every day I just kept, um, like I was watching videos of like um, people getting married and like I was just like planning my whole wedding. And I just kept like, um, I'm, I'm, must, I'm about to get married soon. Like I just kept saying that, like, I think this year I'm getting, like 2023, I'm getting married, but like not really like knowing. Um, so then I just kept dreaming of like the wedding and Jeremy was like, he thought that I knew, um, like after the fact I was telling him, he was like, you knew. And I was like, no, I didn't. Like, I, I just, I just kept dreaming it. Like, and I was just seeing it. And then like, I got married. So like, when I just look it back at all that, I'm like, God be trying to like talk to me and show me stuff. Amen. Come on, Delisha. I know I already been up once, but this one, another thing I want to share um, concerning my mom, the passing of my mom. Um, 
the night that, well, four day the morning that I found out my mom had passed, um, I had a dream, and um, but I don't know exactly how the dream went, but I just know that it set me straight up in the bed. And um, something was like, go check to see if your son is breathing, my little boy, AJ. So um, I ran to the bedroom and, you know, put my hand in front of him, felt him to make sure he was breathing. And I was like, okay, well, that's not, you know, what it is. So I went back and laid down, but I didn't go into like a deep sleep. Um, a few minutes later, we got the phone call that my mom had passed like a few minutes. I mean, it was like right at the time that I jumped up to go check on my baby. She had passed at that same time. So I think the Lord was speaking to me, trying to tell me that it was my mom, but kind of threw off a little bit for me checking my baby, but it was her. Amen. I want to say with dreams too, be careful. Because some things that you see may not be God. And I'm going to use me for an example. My mom died when I was at age three. It was between age two and three. I didn't get to know her at all, but I had memories of her. And I would see her in dreams in the hospital bed, where the bed was, everything. I mean, I would see it all, and my daddy was amazed. Because he said, ain't no way you knew that. So as I got older, I had a fear of her. Because I didn't know who she was, you know, I didn't have that opportunity. So um, this lady told me that, this prophet told me, said, the Lord want your mom, you need to receive your mom. And I knew what she was talking about because every time I would lay down and I would have a dream, it would startle me if I saw her. So I would wake up out the dream. So I was determined this night, Lord, send her back. If it's something you want me to know, send her to me. So the Lord sent her to me, and she gave me a message in that dream, being that I was going to carry on what she didn't finish. So I got that message, and after that dream, I had another dream. But in this dream, she was on the pulpit. She was dressed in black, had on a black hat. She come off the pulpit and she grabbed my arm tight. And she said, you got to come with me. Now, I knew she was dead. And I pulled away and I said, no, I'm not going with you because God ain't through with me yet. That was the enemy portraying my mom. Then I found out later when I went to a service God told me to go to. And I didn't want to go, but he told me, to go when I went and did what he told me to do, dressing in red. He said, I want you to dress in nothing but red. And when I got in the service, it was like I could pass out. And I said, God, I can't stand up any longer. I need to sit down. He said, I don't want you to sit. Just stand and continually praise me. Immediately, the lady called me to the front. And when she began to prophesy, she said, God is telling me the devil's been trying to take your life. He's been trying to kill you. And everything that God shared with me, she had presented it. So what I'm saying is, every dream you have, that don't mean it's from God. Because the enemy portrays what he wants to happen. I do not, I want to repeat this, if God show me anybody in a dream, and I'm uncertain about that dream, whether it's death or whatever, I don't put it in an atmosphere. I speak life. 
because that's what the enemy desires is death. Because sometimes people go before their time because of what comes out of our mouth because we think it's God and it's not God. So that's why you got to have such a close connection with God to know the difference. And if you don't know the difference, you need to just seal your lips. Because we create the atmosphere of death or we create the atmosphere of life. And I always tell people, just because you're dreaming all the time, it could have been something you watched. Because I have watched stuff with my daughter. Violent movies. Bloodshed movies. I get in the bed and I'm chased around with a gun just like this, like somebody's shooting me. I told that child, I said, look, your mom and daddy can't watch that stuff no more. I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it. Because I feel like somebody's trying to kill me. So you have to watch what you watch. You can't let anything come in your house because as you lay down, your mind is a computer. Your mind will make up scenes in your mind that you have already watched and you will think it will come to pass. Be careful with your dreams. Do not go out and say what you have dreamed because whatever's laying heavy in your heart, you will develop a dream from it in your subconscious. I'm telling y'all, be careful with your dreams. Do not speak death. Speak life. Okay. We got one more, y'all. We're going to close out. This is real good, isn't it? It's me again, Kim. I, I want to say this according to the past, which is talking about with dreams, because I'm a dreamer too, and um, I have dreamt a lot in my time. And um, some have come true. Some of them was of God and some of them was of the enemy. But this particular dream that I want to talk about is um, when I did give my life to Christ. And I was laying in my bed, just like I was laying in my bed for real. And the devil came in my room and took my right hand and broke it backwards. When I... Woke up in my dream, though. I was in my dream. When I woke up, I ran to my mom and dad's room. I was in my early 20s, about 21. I ran to their room, and I told my mom to come in my room and help pray the devil out. When my mother came in there, and then I woke up. When I woke up, my wrist was sore in the natural. And that's for real. But what the enemy was doing that I did not know, he was trying to stop God's works. And I didn't know that. It took years before I even mentioned it to anyone. But what ended up happening, I couldn't sleep at night. It brought fear upon me. I was in hair school. So I couldn't go to school during the day being up at night because I couldn't sleep because I was scared. Of the devil coming in my room. Because in my mind, I'm like, well, Lord, I done gave my life to you. Why did you allow this? Why did you allow the enemy to come in my life and then come in a dream and hurt me? But I didn't have understanding of what happened until I shared it with someone a few years later. And she said, Kim, no, that's the enemy trying to stop the works God have for you. And that's why that happened. That's what God was showing you that the enemy was trying to put a stop 
So what happened, fear came in. What I ended up doing, I stopped living for Christ. I went right back out in the streets. I said, well, shoot, if this can happen, I might as well live on the streets. I don't feel protected no more. But what ended up happening then, the longer I live away from God, the more I felt like I was dead spiritually. And it got to the point, I said, Lord, if I die and I'm not in you, I would much rather die being in you than to live here on earth feeling dead. And like like something is going to happen to me. I had to make a choice. God, rather I live or die, as long as I'm living for you, I know that I'm going to be okay. And it came to that point, but it took months before I got there. I did not sleep at night. My best friend would talk to me at night until I would fall asleep. That's just how bad it was. And when it comes to dreams, I learned through being in Miracle Temple Deliverance Ministries, you do not speak everything you see. Because like Pastor said, you can be bringing that on that person. And I, when I learned that, when it wasn't of God, I didn't speak it. I cursed it. And I rebuked it. And I spoke life over that situation. And God does show you things sometimes. But you still, I do believe, you're supposed to speak life over a situation. But, um, yes, that's what I want to say. I did learn that being at Miracle Temple. And um, whenever we were learning that, at that time, I remember a, a person that was in the ministry that's no longer there. I had a dream about her and her being in an accident. And because I had learned what I learned at Miracle Temple, I was able to pray for her. Never spoke it. And I found out that Nate's day. I think I was doing, yeah, I found out that Nate's day, someone had called and said she had been in an accident, but she was all right, but she was in an accident. And so I just thank God that I knew different. I know now when I have dreams, if they, they don't, if the word ain't going to back it up, I ain't going to speak it and I ain't going to believe it. I'm going to speak opposite and I'm going to speak the word, word over that situation. Um, that's all I had to say. Thanks, y'all. Amen. Can we have the deacons to come up at this time and we're going to do our offering and we'll have them to dismiss us. I pray everybody has learned something through does God exist because I believe it's proven tonight that God does exist. Amen. Wasn't that an inspiring message? Thanks for listening to the end. Join us every Tuesday for Bible study and every Sunday for service. We're looking forward to hearing from you as well. Feel free to reach out to us via the website at www.mtdm.org. God bless you and we'll see you next time.